Hey guys, welcome to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee from CandidConfidence.com. I'm a confidence coach, blogger, and online course instructor here to help you unleash your inner badass. This podcast is for the girl who is ready to ditch the self-doubt, overcome the overthinking, and live a life that feels fearless and free. So let's do the damn thing. Hi girl, welcome back to the Canon Confidence Podcast. We have a super enlightening interview for you today with Sam Callawart, who is a phenomenal breathwork teacher. I've done breathwork kind of here and there, and it's so insane. It's actually pretty amazing. So if you're not sure what it's all about, you definitely want to tune in. Um, but I've been really interested in diving deeper into this topic. Sam Callaward is a three-time certified breathwork teacher with 200 plus hours of teacher training and the founder of The Healing Space. She's also the creator of Empowered Breathwork, an experience in transformative healing using breath, somatic therapy, meditation, and energy work. After battling 16 plus years of her own chronic health issues through Lyme disease, Sam discovered the importance of using an integrative approach to physical, mental, and emotional healing to empower your own journey. Deeply passionate for this work, Sam has guided thousands of breathers one-to-one in workshops and international retreats through their empowered transformation. Sam, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Leah. I'm happy to be here. Oh, so excited to chat with you. I wonder if real quick you could give us an explanation of what the heck a breathwork is. Yeah, of course. So I had never heard of breathwork until just a couple years ago, but breathwork is a form of conscious circular connected breath, which brings you into an altered state of consciousness and it's there in that altered state that you're able to heal shift transform manifest whatever it is you're working towards and actually engages with the nervous system to release any stress any tension overwhelm subconscious um, limiting beliefs and really begins to make you more resilient to stress on a day-to-day basis but then also has that spiritual mental emotional aspect as you are going deeper into the subconscious um, to really unlock whatever it is that's holding you back in your life okay so right up our alley over here very excited to hear about this um would love to hear your story sam and how you came into this space and became a breathwork teacher yeah so as you had mentioned i've been battling Lyme disease for 16 plus years, but I had only found out actually last year that I had Lyme disease. Um, And after dealing with so many mystery symptoms, it was actually through breath work that I was able to empower my own health journey. And it really connected me so deeply to my intuition and that inner guidance as to what was really going on in my life. And I was able to become my own health advocate and actually ask for the testing for Lyme disease. But kind of going back to my early 20s when this all started, and I began to experience a lot of chronic health issues from digestive issues to Bell's palsy, so I had facial paralysis twice, Um, a lot of chronic fatigue and brain fog, joint pain, hypothyroidism, hair loss, um, all kinds of like gut infections and just very random seemingly random symptoms I was dealing with um, and trying to go down a rabbit hole. So for me, that began with um, I was not getting the answers I needed from my doctors, from my standard Western doctors. So 
I adapted a healthy lifestyle and I began working out consistently and supplementing and I started to feel better, um, became very passionate about nutrition and about holistic health, actually became a holistic nutritionist. So that's kind of where this all started. And then it was um, a couple years later and I was still feeling very disconnected still feeling not only disconnected spiritually, um, but mentally and emotionally. I was dealing with a lot of chronic anxiety and panic attacks and um, just not um, feeling present in my body at all. And um, it was actually that when I discovered energy work, so I don't know if you've heard of Reiki before, energy healing, working with the seven chakras within the body, um, that I began to understand that it wasn't just our physical bodies that we needed to take care of, but it was really our mental, emotional, spiritual bodies if we truly wanted to heal at the root of it all. And so that's where I began to get into more of these alternative healing modalities. Um, and then it was soon after that that I did a breathwork session for the first time in Brooklyn. And I left that session with just so many insights and ahas and it was completely mind-blowing to me that I had never heard of breathwork before, uh, especially because at that point I had been in the holistic world for eight plus years. And so it was truly, um, I knew during that session that was the missing piece of the puzzle for me. And I haven't officially announced it to my tribe yet, but a year later after doing consistent breath work and then all my other healing protocols, I've actually healed Lyme disease. Wow. Yes. It's been How incredible. How did you find that out? So I did a comprehensive test, actually one out of Europe, and with Lyme disease, everything's out of pocket. So unfortunately, um, the FDA does not recognize it, or the medical community does not recognize it as an actual disease, which is very sad, and there's a lot of politics involved in that. There's actually wow. three, yeah, 300,000 new cases each year of Lyme disease, and it's especially common in the Midwest, around um, the East Coast, Connect Lyme, Connecticut is where it arose from. So very common in that area. And again, seemingly very random symptoms that can be very debilitating for people. Um, and it's very hard to test and diagnose because all of the symptoms are so random. Um, and so I just did a test out of Europe a couple of weeks ago and just got the results back that everything is clear. So I no longer have Lyme disease and it also tested for different viruses and other types of pathogens and bacteria and everything came back negative. So I'm very thrilled about that. Okay. Interrupting this episode really quick because I know so many of you want to start your own online business. You're feeling called to a more purpose-filled career. You want to use your passion or maybe you have a blog or an Instagram page started, but you have no idea how to turn it into an actual business. Build Your Free and Fearless Business is my group coaching program starting in just a few weeks. It's a six-week program where I'm taking you through each step of starting your own online business. You'll learn branding, marketing, how to sell without it feeling icky and weird, how to have the confidence to put yourself out there online. You'll get weekly group coaching calls with me and the other new entrepreneurs in the group and so much more. Check out the link in the show notes or message me on Instagram. I'm at candid.confidence for more info. 
Hey guys, welcome to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee from CandidConfidence.com. I'm a confidence coach, blogger, and online course instructor here to help you unleash your inner badass. This podcast is for the girl who is ready to ditch the self-doubt, overcome the overthinking, and live a life that feels fearless and free. So let's do the damn thing. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Congratulations. Yes, yes thank you. Wow. So yeah, I live in Pittsburgh, so I'm kind of in that region that you mm. described. And I know several people who have Lyme disease. It's really sad that it's not recognized as a disease. That's terrible. It is. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. And it truly, for me, wasn't until I added the breath work in that um, I was able to heal. And because oh. breath work is not only mentally and emotionally detoxifying, it's physically detoxifying. Um, so really working with releasing oxidative stress, boosting the immune system, alkalizing the physical body. So that's why it's truly needed now more than ever. And many of my clients are either dealing with chronic, some type of chronic illness or they are just looking to optimize the health of their physical bodies. Wow. Okay. So you, you know, went through that whole journey, discovered breath work. How did you, so you went through training and all of that and you decided to make that kind of the forefront of your career. Mm hmm. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. I started, like I said, as a holistic nutritionist and then I added mm-hmm. on um, Reiki energy healing. So then I was doing that out of my home and discovered very quickly that I had a gift in working with energy because it's not something I chose. Um, I come from a very conservative background and like I said, all of this, the energetic body, the chakras, breath work, all of this was very new to me. Um, and women just started coming to me and requesting energy work and so I opened up a space out of my home and then it just grew so much um, that I had to get my own office and then I started leading um, retreats and workshops um, with breath work and with energy healing and meditation and it's been absolutely incredible just to see the testimonials and so many of the women who have been able to get off their prescription antidepressants and who have been able to heal like chronic digestive issues or migraine headaches that they've been dealing with because so much of stress and that heightened cortisol is um, what leads to a manifestation of physical dis-ease within the body. So truly using breath work and Um, some of these alternative healing modalities, you're able to get to the root cause of it all and begin to empower your own health journey. And like I said, become your own health advocate instead of relying on an external source to really know what's going on in your body or really tapped in, tuned in um, to what you need to do going forward. That is so incredible. So I, when I did breath work, I didn't necessarily notice like anything crazy or transformative. I know a lot of people say they cry when it happens, but I was more laughing and I felt like I was high for like, you know, an hour (laughs) and however long afterwards. Um, and it was awesome, but I had no idea of like the benefits to, to your physical health and that it can heal so many different things for people. Yeah. And it's funny you say that about like the laughing. So they've shown that um, conscious breath work actually raises serotonin and dopamine within the brain. And many people, we call it getting high in your own supply because so much DMT is released from the pineal gland. Many people do feel like they are 
physically high and kind of in the cosmos, I call it, right after breath work. And you just feel pounds lighter energetically, emotionally, like you went through this renewal. But each session is completely different in what you experience. So for example, some sessions like you experience are very euphoric and you just feel very joyful and have a lot of gratitude and you're tapping into that heart energy center. And then other journeys, you are moving through profound sadness and grief or anxiety or overwhelm. So it really depends on what you have going on in your life, what's going on in society. Like right now, so many people are just looking to release fear and anxiety and overwhelm using the breath. Mm. Um, And also each time you breathe, you're able to go a little deeper and work into a new layer of either suppression or um, energy that's blocked within the body. So something new typically will come out each time. Wow. So when you're teaching your breathwork sessions, do you, I mean, you must have different techniques to get different results for people. Is that what it is? Yeah, so I've been trained in three different types. Um, And for all my virtual sessions, for example, I do a nose breath. So it's nasal breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth. But all of the breath techniques that I teach are connected. So there's no inhale or there's no pause between the inhale and the exhale. And what this does is after you are breathing in this way for 10 to 15 minutes, it begins to engage with that nervous system, as I had mentioned, um, and you begin to feel on a physical level stress leaving the body. So you begin to feel vibration, tingling in the hands and the arms and the legs. And then typically you will go into an altered state of consciousness within 15 to 20 minutes, as long as there's not any resistance or your ego is not trying to get in the way to block that from happening. Because some of us have been suppressing these things for so long, it can feel scary to completely let go and release control and kind of go into the unknown of what's there for you. Um, But in um, one-on-one sessions, I will typically gauge what the person needs at that time, what type of breath they need. So someone who's been dealing with a lot of trauma, someone who has PTSD, for example, I would always start with a nasal breath, which activates more of that parasympathetic state, shuts off stress within the body. Um, But in a lot of workshops that I do or retreat settings, um, I will actually do a mouth breath, um, still connected, but again, definitely depends on the person, um, and the format of the workshop. Okay, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so how can how can we use tools like this to help us increase confidence and self love? Yeah, I love that question. So I have never been more heart centered or confident and comfortable in my body um, until I began a consistent breathwork practice. So I came back before all of this started with the pandemic. Um, in I was in Costa Rica for uh, training, and I was doing one hour of conscious breathwork each day. And I felt like I was on cloud nine. I felt so connected not only to myself, but to everyone around me. So when we breathe in this way on a consistent basis, whether that's once a week or some of my clients just see me once a month, um, because you do need a little time in between for some integration, 
you truly begin to dissolve the walls around your heart. So many of us over time from being wounded in our past, from others who have betrayed us or we've lost their trust, we've built up these invisible walls right around our heart and most of us can kind of feel them because we either feel disconnected from ourselves or we maybe have a lot of negative self-talk or we aren't able to connect easily to those around us and the world and so what breathwork does is it begins to allow you to let go of those walls of let go of those protective barriers that may have served their purpose at one point in time but you begin to realize you don't need that protection anymore and you begin to trust in yourself again and you begin to trust in humanity and realize that we are all one and not only that you begin to show so much tenderness and compassion and grace towards yourself and it truly just cracks your heart open to all that is really there for you and your truth and your truth is living in joy and gratitude and authenticity and love because it's what we deserve to feel each and every day it's only through years of programming years of being mistreated or being wounded or having trauma that we have been kind of scarred so breathwork conscious breathwork begins to unravel that all so you can get back to the core of who you really are wow sounds like just about anyone could benefit from breathwork so Whenever I have asked someone if they wanted to do breath work with me or like brought it up, most people look at me like I have about three heads. Um, do you ever see this becoming more mainstream or how do you kind of perceive that? I absolutely do. I think that thank, thankfully with um, how connected everyone has become lately, especially with now being able to do this via Zoom and Skype um, and virtually all over the world, that people are beginning to become more open-minded to the idea of caring for their mental, emotional, and physical well-being in a different way. Many people have seen counselors or traditional talk therapists their entire life and have gotten nowhere. Um, they feel like they're just talking in circles and they're not getting to the root cause and breath work cautious breath work starting with dr stan groff the 1960s he was using this as a tool for people that were dealing with ptsd and trauma and chronic anxiety and depression in their lives as a way to bring them back into a state of empowerment um, and beginning to like i said raise those dopamine serotonin levels naturally and Back then in the 1960s, you know, we didn't have technology and we weren't as connected as a globe as we are now. Um, and I absolutely believe that with people um, and teachers, and that's why I'm trying to really be on the forefront of education piece, I think that's really the most important part of all of this is educating others as to the importance of healing yourself so practicing self-healing tools like meditation like yoga and now breath work is absolutely i see it becoming much much more mainstream and i live in a more conservative area in, in west michigan and even my community has become so much more receptive to this which has been absolutely incredible to see um 
But again, I think that it really is just educating on not only the mental and emotional benefits, but the physical benefits of using conscious breath work. And I mean, breath work is so, um, it's, you know, the first and last thing we'll ever do on this earth. And it's just so innate to our inner being that it's like coming back home when we begin to rediscover the power of our breath again. And many of us have never experienced the profound shifts that can happen during a breathwork session. We've never really um, began to experiment with what our breath has to offer us. And so maybe we've done a little bit of breathwork in yoga classes, or we've you know tried box breathing, but we've never done prolonged conscious breathwork. And my sessions can go anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour and a half of breathing in this way. But yeah, but when you do that, you're taking on a journey and almost each breather can attest that it feels like it went by in 10 minutes because you truly are in a, in that altered state of consciousness. And it's there that, um, you're just shown different memories from your past, different visions come through manifestations. I've had people actually experience past lives, all kinds of crazy things um, and very mystical experiences that can happen through the breath. Um, so yeah, it's it's absolutely, it just amazes me each time um, the testimonies that come through when I do groups, sessions, or one-on-ones as to the power that this tool really holds for people. Yeah, so... What's the connection, if there is one at all, to the use of psychedelics and how we're kind of seeing that come around again as as not so dangerous as it was once perceived? Um, If you agree with that or or not, I'm not sure. But how is this related in any way to that? Oh, yeah, it's absolutely related. So kind of going back to Dr. Stan Groff. So he was a psychologist back in um, the 1960s. And he was initially, what I left out about that story, he was initially using LSD as a tool to help these people overcome our psilocybin, magic mushrooms, um, to overcome their traumas. But then when everything became illegal, that's when he was looking for a natural source and discovered that many indigenous cultures were using this pattern of circular connected breath to get into altered state of consciousness. And he experimented it with himself and realized he was able to Um, essentially tap into that same type of um, state, mystical state that people do when they um, undergo psychedelics than with the breath. So I absolutely believe and know that many people are using conscious breath work and psychedelics hand in hand. Um, But for those who are not ready to either do psilocybin or MDMA or ayahuasca, Breath, conscious breath work is the perfect tool um, to just begin to enter into that self-healing practice if you're not ready for some of those plant medicines. Yeah, so interesting. And I, I do feel like it's kind of coming back around a bit. Um, you know, people are opening up a little bit more to it and, and realizing that, you know, part of the reason that things like that became illegal really had nothing to do with, with danger. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so in terms of that, I mean, I feel like those those um, psychedelics often bring you to that increased like spiritual awareness, like you mentioned, ha- feeling that mm-hmm. oneness. Um, so that's that's amazing that breathwork can be used in, you know, in a similar fashion as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. I have had experiences, I've done journeys with psilocybin where I have felt so deeply connected to God, to the universe, to Mother Earth, so euphoric, um, just so at peace with myself, with my body, not having literally no fear um, of death, of anything. And I've been able to tap into that same state during several of my breathwork journeys, which has been so incredible. Um, and again, it's nothing you have to worry about with legality or sourcing or, you know, is someone going to guide me correctly through this process? And conscious breath work, it does have to be guided. This is not something just like with plant medicine that you should be doing on your own. This is a sacred practice. And um, because some people are holding on to a lot of trauma, um, you have to ensure that there is safety involved, whether that is virtually or in person. It's really essential that you are guided by a um, trained facilitator through this because of that reason. Yeah, that absolutely makes sense. Yeah, especially for someone, like you said, that's holding on to trauma. Um, yeah, you wouldn't want to be trying to work through that on your own. No. So that definitely makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. So kind of going into a little bit of how you created your business. So you became a holistic nutritionist and then you implemented breath work into that. Was it ever difficult for you when you were first starting out in the business and kind of putting yourself out there online? Did you ever go through like any of those struggles? Oh yeah, absolutely. I've never been afraid to really use my voice and to put myself out there. That's never been an issue for me. Um, I think that I was just hitting a lot of resistance in the beginning because of all of these subconscious limiting beliefs from my past that mm. I'm not worthy of this, I'm not deserving of this, you know, not really feeling enough. Um, and that really held me back quite a bit and energetically you know others can read that the universe can read that and I'm a huge proponent of the law of attraction and so it really wasn't until I released those subconscious limiting beliefs um, that I was able to move forward and that I truly became very magnetic to what it was I was calling in my life the right clients the right office the right retreats the right partnerships all of it just began to click once I began to practice daily meditation on you know really feeling into what it is I wanted in my life I don't know if you know Joe Dispenza and his work yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, I'm huge into, you know, the power of the mind and of our psyche to essentially deliver what we want into our lives, healing our bodies, manifesting our desires um, and calling in our careers, all of these things. I believe that we are co-creators of our universe and our lives. Um, but before we can really do that, we first have to clear all the gunk or anything that's unknowingly holding us back from really achieving that yeah yeah absolutely so how so you use meditation primarily to work through those blocks yeah it was first um doing a lot of guided meditation around manifestation and mm -hmm. um like i said i would listen to Dr. Joe Dispenza's meditations and I still have quite a few of his that I love. I've used them to heal my physical body from Lyme and other ailments. Um, and then 
using not only that daily meditation, but then when I started the consistent breath work and kind of looked at, okay, where are, why do I feel like I'm not enough? Why do I feel like I'm not deserving of having what I want in my life? So I began to kind of go back in time essentially through getting into that altered state and breath to go back to those memories in childhood or in my adolescence and working through those has been profoundly transformative for me. So essentially beginning to let go of those beliefs um, and those stories and rewrite them. And they've shown that conscious breath work can build new neural pathways within the brain. So it really does change not only you know that those beliefs for you, but also your mental and emotional attitude about about it going forward. Wow, that's so incredible. Yeah, so I feel like we have a lot of listeners on the podcast who want to start an online business or have an online business, but they you know are afraid of putting themselves out there. They're feeling a lot of that not enoughness or that imposter mm-hmm. syndrome. So. Any like words of wisdom for them for what could get them started on a journey like this to remove their blocks? Yeah, I absolutely believe that you have to invest in yourself first, especially if you're trying to show up as a coach or a healer, um, a mentor. So first investing in um, working with others. I'm a huge proponent of getting either a mentor or working with others that are where you are Uh, where you want to be in the next, you know, five years, 10 years. So I really worked closely with my teachers um, and drew as much knowledge and wisdom as I could from them. And I began to see, okay, if they can do this and then understanding their background, they came from a very similar upbringing to Um, my upbringing that if they can do it then I can do it I just have to follow in their footsteps and you know you make it your own and then working with that throat chakra too so our throat chakra when it's imbalanced it is um, that archetype is the silent child so it's you know suppressed communication unexpressed emotions um, just being fearful of being seen and being heard, but the positive archetype is the communicator. So someone who's outspoken, truthful, and open. And I really believe that the more that you can practice that, um, really just being seen for who you are, not being afraid of what others think, because the more vulnerable and authentic you are, the more others will connect to you. So that's why I've shared my you know, health struggles and journey with Lyme disease, for example, because I am by no means perfect and I've gone through a lot in my life. Um, and it's taken me a lot of self-discipline and will to get to where I am now. Um, but it was through sharing my own story that so many others could really relate to that because many of them are going through the same health struggles. So just staying as vulnerable and open as possible, using your, your voice, I think is, really essential yeah that's really powerful and I appreciate kind of the specific advice that you that you share Um, I think it's also super important to you know obviously have a mentor and all of that but also getting with a community of people at your same stage of business and just having people that you can really connect with I think that's absolutely huge Mm -hmm. yeah okay so I have one last question for you um, any favorite books in this realm of, of mindset, spirituality, personal development? 
Yes. Oh, so many. Um, so I love Rise, Sister Rise by Rebecca Campbell. Um, that is such an uplifting book and kind of goes back to that feeling of not enough and I'm afraid to be seen. It truly, when I read that book, I felt so passionate and ready to take on the world. Um, and so that's a great one to start. I also am a huge fan of Anatomy of Spirit by Caroline Mize. If you're really interested in learning more about our energetic, our subtle energetic body and how that actually ties into um, religions all over the world. And um, I also am a huge fan of, again, Joe Dispenza's books. He has several incredible books. If you're looking to either heal your body or begin to manifest your desires, I would really recommend um, any of his books are incredible. Awesome. Okay, I just added Rise, Sister Rise, and Anatomy of a Spirit to my reading list. So excited. Um, Appreciate the recommendations. Of course. Okay, so where can people find you? And I I think you have some type of special offer going on right now where you're doing breathwork online. Tell us where we can get access to that. Yeah, so if you go to my Instagram, um, at Sam Kellwart, under my link tree, I am posting all of my virtual offerings there. I have several coming up. I do one each week and or twice a week, and I'll continue to do so. And I'm hosting a donation-based class, for example, on the 22nd. So I'm going to continue to host not only donation-based classes to make this work accessible for you, but my regular classes. And then you can also find me on Facebook at Sam Calvert with the Healing Space um, and my website, samcalvert.com. Amazing. I'm definitely going to sign up for one of your online classes and any retreats that you have. I mean, I I know things are weird with travel, but any retreats that you have coming up or... So, yeah, we unfortunately, I had a retreat planned for the last weekend that I had to cancel. Yeah, but before all of this started, I was in Sedona with a group of incredible um, people for five days, um, which was really amazing. And then before that in Bali. But I don't have any upcoming retreats because there's just so much unknown right now um, with travel, unfortunately. But I, as soon as all of this settles down, I'll be posting those very soon. Oh, amazing. Yes. Such a bummer with the travel, but it's okay. We'll get through it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> all right. We'll see him. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Yes. Thank you, Leah. It was a pleasure to be here.